You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast, and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the Second Chance Coachman, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heat Fluence Podcast. I have been traveling and I haven't done one of these in a week. And I'm, I, I can't believe that I'm coming up on my 100th episode, right, of the Heat Fluence Podcast. And um, it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's, um, my wife and I, we talk about these things all the time. Um, we talk about, you know, being interviewed, you know, today with my guest, Sally Cohen. And I, I, we have a lot of mutual friends, which is awesome, like Tim Story and some, just so many people like we were just talking about, you know, Joseph and, and all the things that go on in our lives and how, thank God we have Jesus, right? Like, thank God we have the Lord because, you know, I, people ask me all the time, like, Mike, how do you do what you do? And I'm like, uh, only by the grace of God, right? And I've been doing these reflections and this self-examination and I've been in the quiet place. I woke up at 3.30 to 3 o'clock this morning. I did fall asleep at 9, so that was kind of cool. But I woke up at 3. And uh, I don't think my circadian rhythm likes me today, but we'll, we'll, it'll get back on track tonight in normal yeah. place. And, and so one of the things that I, you know, none of us are promised tomorrow. So I focus on today and the things that God wants to do in my life today, right? And so I want to be better tomorrow than I was today. My identity is no longer rooted and grounded in people or things or places, because we all know that People come and go out of our life. One person can be in our life today that's not in our life tomorrow, right? right. And so we have to allow ourselves. And so um, it, it's kind of funny. I told I told Sally that um, I don't really uh, I like the fireside, and and it was kind of funny. I uh, our mutual friend Tim Story and my friend Eric Thomas, uh, Doctor Eric Thomas, said, um, "Do you have this scripted?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and they were like, uh, "Stop doing that." And I was like. Oh, you had it scripted. Yeah, I had it scripted, right? Oh, like, like what I was saying and what I was doing, right? Like right. Uh, these questions written out and stuff. And I'm like, okay. And and so Tim, so um, Eric Thomas said, well, what did God tell you to do? Mm. Okay. Like, I'm, I, I'm like, okay. So I went back and then I had a conversation with Tim and Tim's like, and then Joseph texts me after I interviewed Tim and Tim said, that was one of the most fun he's ever had on a podcast since he's oh, done. Good. So, so we really kind of, he kind of made me feel like I was going in the right direction. And then I let the Holy Spirit just lead and guide. And so I told Sally that that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, um, it's funny when I read about, I read about Sally, we've, we met on Clubhouse, but we actually, we've met before that um, through Tim and some things that Tim was doing. And we were in some uh, Zooms and stuff together. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my friend, I just interviewed my friend, Amy, Amy Van Slambrook um, last, Love last her. week. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, I did a conference with her and Tim and Joseph and his wife and my wife was really good. And so um, I like it how uh, not only are we combining and doing these interviews with like minded people, but we're doing them with heart minded people. And I believe that we're in a season now where, you know, uh, uh, Sally was just telling me telling me about uh, production that she's getting ready to do the next couple of days. And, uh, you know, um, my wife and I, we we love movies. Okay, we're just we're movie buffs. Um, we went to the 10 year anniversary of courageous just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, and, and we just love movies. Like we went, we, we, we love going and we go to at least four to five movies a month. Um, usually Fridays is the movie night. Usually just go on Friday nights and, and, you know, and, and we don't, we really are stern about, we don't see rated R movies. 
There's just things that we don't feel that, that God would have us go see. Um, we, we do go to focus on the family and kind of look at the reviews. And even just because it says PG-13, you know, maybe not, maybe not something I really want to get in my spirit. Right. I, and so, and I know, and it's really funny. I didn't even know this, but, but Sally's originally from Chicago, right? Yeah, but, born and what, raised. yeah which is where my wife was born and raised from okay. and, and Elk Grove Village, uh, Chicago area. Right. Okay. So, yeah. And I, I, and I started reading and, and I felt like I knew Sally a little bit, you know, but then I started reading. I started finding out all the stuff that she's been doing. You know, uh, <laughs> she was on Singled Out on MTV back in the day. Right. Like I saw all that. Wait, stuff. Can I tell that funny story, though? Yeah. 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 Tell, tell me about I that. Was, I was on Singled Out as the picker because, you know, it was the picker. And then it's kind of like The Bachelor. Yeah. 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 Day, right. Yeah. So then so then they loved me on the show so much. They actually gave me a job. So I <laughs> I worked for MTV for two years on Singled Out when it was Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electric took over. So I was the yeah. production. I was the coordinator that brought all the contestants in for two years at MTV. So was that that was actually back in the late nineties, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it makes it, we're starting to show our age. Like I, I, right. when I'm, when I'm, and then also like when I'm hearing you talk about other things that you've done, you know, like being on soap operas that I used to watch as a kid. I'm like, I'm like wow. Like, you know, and it's really funny because back in then we didn't really think about things like that. We just, you know, they were just, you know, and then, you know, um, you come from the Latin community, which I like. I like that. Um, yeah, Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah. Me llamo Miguel. Me llamo Miguel. Yes. Mi esposa, la familia Peru. La familia Peru. Oh, the Peru. So, okay. so yeah. So, um, the uh, my wife is actually learning. She's always known Spanish. Yeah. She's really learning Spanish now, like in detail, like she got this app and she's learning on Duolingo and she's speaking oh, it. And I can hear her at nighttime, like speaking. And we went out with uh, we, we hired a new cleaning company and we're going to actually do business together. Uh, them and I where I'm going to actually market them and do some business stuff with them. And, cool. and it'll be nice. Cause then they'll clean my house for free. But, <laughs> but one of the really things is I'm, clean my house. I'm always about, I'm always about partnerships, Sally. I'm always about Listen, partnerships. Do you know anybody in LA? I, I probably will. I probably, I'm going to tell you cause we've started this database yeah. thing. That's pretty cool. But here's one of the funny yeah. things about this is cause I know Tim is meticulous about his house. Like he doesn't like dirt or anything like that. So yeah. we were laughing about that. But one of the things that I, I found is that my, my, my cleaning people don't speak English. They speak Portuguese. Okay. So I started to learn Portuguese. Like, and so I bought this, I downloaded this app and I start, you know, I hold it up to them and they speak into it and it tells me English. And then I kind of look. And so at nighttime, I go back through them and I listen to them because I'm a learner. I be, I, I'm, I'm a big John Maxwell fan. So um, I was in John Maxwell's mastermind a couple of years. Um, I learned a lot from him the long and short of it. So I'll have to tell you more about that sometime. I actually grew up in John's church as a very young boy. I was five, somewhere between five and nine. He was a pastor in a small town and I grew up in an alcoholic father's home. So I kind of suppressed a lot of my childhood. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying to my mom, like, mom, I know John Maxwell. She's like, how? And then um, I was watching him teach on a teaching that he had sent to all the people in his group. And he said right. that he pastored a church in Lancaster, Ohio, which is the town where I grew up in. And then all these memories started coming back. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he said, there was the back a, the subconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the back of the subconscious. And then all of this. And then, and then he talked about this guy 
uh, named Craig that came to his office every single day and just every Thursday and just served him like yeah. every Thursday. And it was my neighbor. Right. And I started remembering all this stuff. Right. And so I, I, I think it's great how we how we get to know that. But so, Sally, welcome to the Heathlands podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I'm glad like like I, I'm just going to tell you, I'm kind of a, I, you know, at, um, my my spiritual father licensed me as a minister, but he just told me. Um, a couple of days that I'm going to be getting ordained into the ministry here really soon. And, but my ministry is in the, my pastor said this to me, Sally, a couple, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I went into a clubhouse room uh, about coaches and it was this guy who went from living on the streets to becoming a seven figure earner and teaching people about finances. And I thought, wow, who was it? Who was um, it? I can't remember his name, okay. but I'm going to go, but he, he did send me an email. I just haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Um, and he I'm going to have him on my podcast. I'm like, this guy went from, and then, and then he brought me up in a room and he said, Mike, I don't know if anybody's told you this. He goes, I usually don't do this, but I feel like I need to do this for you. Excuse me. And he said, um, he said, um, I want, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you have an apostolic anointing. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh God, you're the third person that said that in, the, in, oh, in this wow. year. And so I went to my pastor and I said, you know, uh, I told him what was happening. And he said, I would have told you that a long time ago, but now you're ready to hear it. Great. So now stepping into some of these things, Mm -hmm. and I know that that's what you're doing. I know you've been, been really, you know, stepping into your calling, you know, for me, my pastor said, Hey, I selfishly would rather you be in the church more like teaching and preaching and doing this stuff. But I know that your calling is in the marketplace. And so like, like Tim, you know, a hundred, a hundred, hundred percent in the church, hundred percent in the marketplace. And I told him that. So Sally, tell me a little bit more about you, like some things that maybe somebody doesn't know because uh, what I've got to know about Sally is Sally's beautiful on the outside and the inside, right? Like she just has a personality that is kind. Uh, she's all about people. She's all about serving. And so like, tell me a little bit about, about your journey from Chicago through all that stuff and now what you're doing and now what you see the next season of Sally's life going to be like, even in 2022 and some months down through that. Yeah. There's a lot going on right now. Um, so born and raised in Chicago, both my parents, Puerto Rican. Um, I loved being there. I mean, it was a great community, but Chicago is like, there's a lot of crime in Chicago, <laughs> a lot of gang violence, a lot, you know, so I, you know, so I went to high school and I, I grew up, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but they were both hardworking. My mom was a, um, what, uh, what do they call Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of it right now? Um, social worker. For special okay. needs kids, my father was a pastor, um, and so you know we grew up modest, but always taken care of. Um, then probably like in high school, senior year, I put Hollywood here. I come. I always knew that I was going to be either a. I always said director since I was a little girl. You know, got my first little camera when I was a kid, and and I was like Hollywood here. I come. Graduated from high school, went to work in Chicago, raised some money, went to Hollywood. I was, well, before that, I'll say I worked in politics. I don't know if you know who Doug Weed is. I went to Arizona. I worked for Doug's campaign. So I worked in politics a little bit. I did a bunch of stuff before I came to Hollywood. Then I came to I don't to see you in politics, by the way. I know, me either. <laughs> like it wasn't. Sally politics? No, you know what it was? My, my ex-boyfriend was his chief of staff. So he okay. brought me on. Yeah. So anyway, he reeled, I, you in. He reeled you in. He reeled me in. So I did. I dictated Doug's book. I was helping with the fundraising. Um, I went to college. I did go to college. I went to Oral Roberts University. So, so yes. I have a lot of, we have a lot of, 
I'll, I'll tell you before you go on. We yeah. when I do these, it's, it's super funny. We always go back and we yeah. realize how much all my guests have in common. Like right. I, I'm a I'm a my mother was told she'd never have a ch- child, and I was almost died. And Oral Roberts called and prayed over me Ooh. when we were in the hospital because my uh, my my cousin was in graduate school there and was the head of some of the <laughs> prayer ministries and. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm a, I was, I'm a miracle. Let's just say that. That's awesome. So, well, okay. I went, I went there and I was with Oral's granddaughter, Marsha, who's, uh, lives out here actually in Fullerton, um, loved college. I was a diver and I worked and I was in theater. Those were I my, I can see you being a diver. You look, you have the, the oh. diver, the diver physique. Yep. Yes. Yes. Not so much anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> after kids, woo. Um, but I do work out every day and I'm, I try to be healthy. So went to college, all that stuff, and then venture, you know, save some money, ventured to Hollywood. And first thing I booked was a movie called it was six months after I got here. I had an agent and a manager and, uh, I had already been screen actors guild before I even moved here. So I, I did all that in Chicago and did some stuff there first. Um, and then I got my manager, my agent, my first movie was eight heads in a duffel bag with Joe Pesci and David. I see that. Yes. So that was awesome. I was on, I remember the table read. It was all these different actors. And I called my mom, I go, mom, I think I made it. (laughs) I'm doing a table read with all these big celebrities. And that was like kind of my big thing, you know? And then I, I booked a bunch of commercials. I did an episode of friends and young and the restless and family matters. And suddenly Susan with Brooke Shields. And so I was doing a lot of acting. Wow. These names, Sally, these names, Brooke Shields, Joe. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, because it makes me understand my age a little bit better. Right. Oh, yeah. Because Brooke Shields, that that was a long, long time ago. Yeah, Um, absolutely. She's yeah. Yeah. So did all of that. And then also one thing people most people don't know about me. I don't really talk about it. It is in my bio, though. Um, I'm a singer. So I grew up. I did see that. Yeah. And then ended up signing, uh, got recruited by Suzanne DePass, who discovered Jackson 5. And we signed a $1.3 million record deal with DreamWorks. And immediately they flew us to San Francisco to write, write with Michael Narada Waldman. I think I said that right. Walden. Yeah. Michael Narada Walden. Yeah. Walden. He wrote yeah. Freeway of Love. He worked with Whitney and everybody. He's big oh, time. Yeah. So we wrote four songs with him in a week. Um, started the album, recording with all these different people. And this is interesting. You don't know this part. Um, so two years into all of that, we met with our stylist at DreamWorks and they're like, you're going to be the next Spice Girls and you're going to be sexy, 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 you know? And that was the beginning of me going, wait a minute. That's not who God created me to be. That's not Mm. as a woman of God, as a woman of God. And I was on the worship team at my church. I was like, what am I doing? You know? And I thought this is what I wanted. I thought I wanted to be well-known and all this stuff. So Um, I just started feeling in my soul, like, this is not what I called you to do. I felt the spirit saying that. So I actually decided to walk away from this situation. It was a very big deal. We had already, by the way, before I signed my contract, I made them put in the contract DreamWorks, mind you, huge company, right? That I would not compromise my Christian walk and I wouldn't do anything. This is serious. I have the contract. I'll always keep it. And they, they said, no one has ever asked us to do that, but we will do that for you. Because we had uh, John Baranka, who was uh, Michael Jackson's attorney, was our attorney. And I said, I'm not signing a deal unless they put that in. So they put it in. Um, but I still felt at that point, like they were going to f- try to find ways. So I actually walked away. That was a big deal. I called the girls first. I said, I just feel like this is not for me. 
they were so upset, you know, then my, I called my manager. She was so upset. How could you do this? You know, you're at your, vo- your vocals are on, on the album. I mean, it was a big deal. Me walking away. So I went through a two-year lawsuit, which I'm open to talking about this. This was, you know, 20 years ago. I love this. This is God, 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 God's, God's running with this. We prayed and God's going to show up here to everything is always different. Tim even shared some stories (laughs) when he was on here that he'd never shared before. So it's, it's, I've never shared this on any podcast or anything. People that are close to me know, but I went through a two-year lawsuit, ended up giving all of my writers rights to get out. And that was it. But I, it was tough. That was tough. So that ended, um, I was at church one day and this producer said to me, I, I heard what happened. I heard what you did. Um, I would love to produce a solo album, Christian album with you. And I won't even charge you for it. So I ended up doing an entire Christian album. You can find it on iTunes. <laughs> um, and so that, that's kind of a story that I haven't really shared with anybody, but you know, I have moments where I was like, what if, but you know, I got married, I have two beautiful teenage daughters um, and so, you know, fast forward to where I am now, I just finished writing my first feature script, which is based on a true story of my life. Um, I, I shot a pilot, produced and directed a pilot for uh, a reality show called Extreme Getaways, which I co-developed with Tim Story. You guys know him and another friend of ours, David. Um, and so that we shot at the Field of Dreams a month ago. So we're in post-production on that. Um, I am working on the thing that Tim, I don't know if he told you about the big, uh, Hispanic summit leadership summit. I just started hearing about it recently. Yeah. So I'm going to be producing the live event. So I'm working with the team with Tim and Peter and Joseph and some other Selena, um, and Andres. And so we're, I'm doing that. And then I'm also, do you know, Charlie, the dream Charlie's he's, he's on. A I know tour. who he is, but I don't know him personally. Right now. So Charlie and I have become friends and I'm helping Charlie right now get more media attention and stuff. So I'm kind of part of the team of just, you know, if you haven't heard of Charlie Instagram, just it's at Charlie. He's go, he's on a tour bus going from uh, started in LA. will end up in Miami of making people's dreams come true. He has a million dollars. He just took a homeless guy, Tony, from, you know, uh, homeless. And now he has a, owns his own food truck. And wow. uh, yeah, big, big, big stuff. Um, so they're doing great things. I always love to promote people that are doing great things. And uh, what are the other things I'm working on? Those are the main ones, I guess. Oh, and I'm shooting a movie tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, when you're saying that, you know, it's yeah. kind of funny when I think about those things. <laughs> I think about from a spiritual standpoint, I'm kind of a bold guy, you know, like I'm. I'm, I've been, and you've know, you've seen, I've been kind of diving into some of the vaccine stuff. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I really loved listening to Robert Malone's interview with Grant Cardone a couple of weeks yeah. ago. And, and, uh, you know, my wife does COVID testing. She runs one of the largest COVID testing units here in central wow. Florida. And, and, and one of the things that you, when you're talking about is, is I wonder if, you know, Beyonce came from a Christian, very godly Christian home. Yeah. And she married this guy who's like a Satan worshiper, right? Like, I mean, and if you've ever seen some of her concerts, she actually turns into this spirit, right? She turns into this person, Sasha Fierce, right? Sasha. And when I think about it, I think about I, when you were saying that, all I was thinking about, like you made a different decision that she made yeah. and God protected you through that, right? Like, Absolutely. and you even, I mean, if you've ever seen some interviews with her, she like talks about, you know, how she grew up in the church <coughs> and how yeah. she didn't do this and, you know. And then she talks about becoming the spirit. Well, you know, we're either the Holy Spirit or we're a bad spirit. Right. And so I wonder, I I, I think it's awesome how, you, you know, it's not a coincidence. I talk about this all the time with people 
and people get mad at me. People get actually bully me and try to get mad at me because, you know, there was somebody on, on, on Clubhouse that made a room and it had an indutation of not saying the actual word, but it said F-I-N-G. And I said, I can't be in that room. Right. Oh. And this was a pastor's daughter. Wow. Right. And she's like, oh, I understand. It's cool. Click. Bye. Right. And I think sometimes, Sally, just and maybe we can talk about that. Maybe we can just share real yeah. quick about decisions. Like every time we have like the directions that God takes us yeah. and, and, and talk about, you know, maybe how hard that was. Like, like yeah. you signed this massive contract, yeah. you went through all of this lawsuit and stuff, and then the favor and the things that happened after that. Maybe you can share a little bit about how emotional that was and things. Cause let me just be honest with you. There's a lot of people right now that are making decisions yeah. either based on prayer or the Holy spirit or, or accountability mm -hmm. Or they're yeah. making them on their mind, their will, and their emotions, right? Yeah, absolutely. What, what do I look at? Talk about that. Talk about that that feeling that you had to go through because yeah. that must have been hard. I mean, I can't imagine. It was super difficult um, at the time. Do you know who Carmen is the singer, the famous yeah, Christian singer? Yeah, yeah. So he was my boyfriend at the time. So oh, okay. We, yeah, we dated for two years, and you know, he was in my life, and he was helping me, you know, through the process of it. He he didn't think I should leave. But he also said, listen, if God is speaking to you and you're supposed to do Christian music, then, you know, I'm here to support you. Um, so I ended up walking away from it. It was not easy. And and listen, I felt regretful sometimes, too, because I said I came all the way to Hollywood from Chicago, small time girl, wow. didn't come for money. Now I'm signing one point three million dollar record deal. They're about to go on a major tour with people like Mark Anthony and Enrique Iglesias. Like this wasn't a little thing that I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing that this was a this was a career like i could have made it they had made you know, millions more that that 1.2 million was just a start right that, that was, was just, just little. that was just little and you know by the time that's divided by managers attorneys blah 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 then you have but then you go on a tour and you do records yeah, i think we ended up with like forty five thousand each or something it was like yeah. hardly anything but you know they had a song on the radio they went on trl you know on mtv when it was like that was a big deal so I had to really pray and go, God, did I make the right decision? Was it just me being afraid of having success? Because I had to think about that too. Is this just a spiritual thing, spiritual thing, or is it me feeling insecure or, you know, like I'm not worthy to do something like that? So I, I went back and forth with all of that too, you know, the mindset. Um, and I still have moments, to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and go like, for That's sure. That's what I was going to ask you next. Do you ever have like oh. regret and stuff and like wonder what, what, yes. what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I have moments where I think to myself, if I would have stayed in that, maybe my career would have been bigger. Maybe I wouldn't be going through some of the things I go through. Sometimes I went through a divorce. That was difficult for me. Um, How long were you married, Sally? 15 years. Okay. Yeah, and you said you have two kids. How old are your kids? Uh, Bella will be 16 this month and Stevie okay. will be, is 14. So 14 okay. years. So yes, yeah. you, have, you have, still have some young kid, young kids. I do have young kids and I'm still raising them. And uh, yeah, I have regrets. I do. But, you know, I also love a lot of things that God has opened doors. He's opened up. You know, there's a lot of things that maybe I wouldn't be in right now if I did stay in that group. And, and you know, to be honest, they had a one hit and then they were pretty much they went on tour with Enrique Iglesias. They did like a year of big, big things. And then 
they're not Boom. even together anymore. You know? One so, hit wonder, right? One hit wonder. So <laughs> I guess <laughs> I, you know. I always think about some one hit wonders, like because I was so I was I was a dancer growing up and I love to sing also. Oh wow, really? So, so yeah. So I mean, like I used to love, and then you know, I was so disappointed with Millie Vanilli, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I get yeah, exactly. We used to break dance like crazy when we were growing yeah. up, and yeah, uh, my cousin created moves that were in different magazines and you know, stuff. And so uh yeah, I I loved all of that. And I think, you know, when I look at some things that, you know, I think we're all through this growth process is all about learning and growing. Right. And um, so, so tell me about now, like, what are you passionate about now? Like you're raising two high school kids, right? Uh, Young, we call them young adults. Right. And uh, you're, you're a single mom, uh, which is, which is challenging, I'm sure. Um, but what, what is, what is the next phase of Sally's life look like now you've went through all this, you know, as you know, the things that you've done, the success that you've had, the influence that you've had, what is this next season of Sally's life look like? And what are you, what are you passionate about? You know, maybe what are some of your dreams? What are some things that maybe some dreams that you haven't really like let go? Yeah. Well, number one, I, w- I want to get married again. Um, I am praying for the right guy to come along. I'm super single um, and and have been praying. I have uh, my best friend, Cindy Diane. We pray every day. I have my list. I have my, I'm very specific, you know, so that's, I would love to be married again. But, you know, if I had a million dollars right now and I could do anything in the world, um, I want to mentor teen girls. I mean, that's really where my heart is. I wrote a curriculum. It's an eight week curriculum. And I've actually already gone into the schools here locally where I live. And I've been approved to go into the high schools to mentor teen girls. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but about a year ago, this is kind of an intense, about two, in 2019, um, my dad, well, let me just say this. 2019, my, my, my dad and I had a little vacation. We spent a bunch of time together. Very, very close. Daddy's girl all the way. And uh, my dad, who was a pastor, announced to us, and I, this is another thing I haven't talked about, um, that he was atheist. And that blew my mind. Couldn't believe it. The reason we're all Christian in my family is because my dad. And uh, he's, you know, alone. He, I think he was watching videos, maybe reading books about, I don't know. I, I, who knows how somebody goes from serving God their entire life to I'm an atheist now. But I will say this, um, nine months later, he committed suicide. And a lot of people don't know that. And that was probably, besides my divorce, one of the diff- most difficult things in my life. Like, I did not think I was going to recover from that. I had to go through therapy. Um, I'm good now. You know, I can talk about it and not bawl my eyes out, but I still miss them every day. I think um, they call that spiritual warfare, uh, Sally. Yeah. When you when you think about what your dad went through, <laughs> um, yeah. you know the um, the battle of spiritual warfare. Yeah. Um, uh, you know the devil the devil wanted to, the devil's schemes were to take your dad out, right? Absolutely. And um, you know yeah. because I mean it's it's a person just doesn't wake up one day who's passionately in love with Jesus. And no say, way. well, today I'm going to be an atheist, right? That's okay. a demo- that's that's the it's same. I mean, it's, it, yeah. yeah, it's demonic, and it's the same thing that Beyonce went through. You know, yeah, I'm in the choir praising Jesus, and now I'm going to go become this evil spirit, right? Yeah, and you Beyonce, can- Kanye, Justin Bieber. I mean, thank I mean, God they came back. I mean, thank God but- Kanye and Justin Bieber came back, and now right. they're you know they're doing you know Christian music and are not Absolutely. going to sing anymore their old songs and all that stuff. And I think that that's great, but I mean, it's a daily battle, right? It is a daily battle. So 
losing him, I wasn't going to just let it happen. And then that's it. He's, he's gone. So I decided to go back to school in 2020 um, to become a certified life coach. So I studied under Jay Shetty, which I don't know if you know him very well, but he's um, he's just great mindfulness. You know, he it's, he's just a great coach. And so I went back and Tim is my coach. So I've learned a lot from Tim as well. I love that. Um, yeah. So decided that I graduated about a couple of months ago. And so I'm going to go back into the schools and I'm going to start mentoring teen girls, starting with my two, um, which I have. And thank God that I broke the generational curse of what I grew up with. And my mom grew up with me too. My mom grew up with. Yes. Me too. And so five I'm, generations of alcoholism, I, right? Same divorce. Same. I mean, I mean, you know, I can't say that, you know, hopefully, I mean, I, I believe that my wife will be here forever, but I'm not, nothing, none of us are given, she could leave tomorrow. And I, you know, right. but my, I think our identity becomes some of those things sometimes like our identity becomes, you know, the alcohol, the five generations of alcoholism. It's why, you know, if I have one or two drinks a year, that's a lot for me. Right. Like, so, uh, yeah. So I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. And I I've seen the spiritual warfare on our children, you know, society, my kids are not in private school. They're in public, the things they're teaching them, the culture, you know, kids are liberal just to say they're liberal. They probably don't even know what that means in most cases. Nope. So we we're raising our children in the church. My ex-husband's a worship leader. We get along great. They come to church on Sundays. They come to church on Wednesdays, even when they fight us. It's like, this is a non-negotiable until you're 18. Once you're 18, you know, train them up in the ways of the Lord. You know what I mean? And just trust they won't them. Return. They won't return. And, right. Yeah. And so. Um, but there's, there's some struggles there with my, especially my older daughter. She really is just like, you know, I'm, I want my freedom, you know? And so there's been a few things with her and I, but we, I'm praying a lot and things are, have gotten better, but, um, anyway, so I'm starting at home and I am going to start going as soon as I'm done with a couple of movies and probably starting in 2022, I'm going to go in and start mentoring teen girls. Cause I know what they're going through. There's so much suicide. There's so much depression and self-esteem and human trafficking loved trafficking which my first film is about trafficking okay yeah so i'm I'm a big i'm a big supporter of operation underground railroad my wife and i give money to them my church just did a 500 people 500 person walk for human against human trafficking small town here in florida in the area where i live at so well let's let's close with this sally let's let's talk this last bit a minute talk about um what, what, uh, beyond mentoring girls, what are some things that you would like to see happen different in your life than happening? Right? Obviously find a spouse, some of those things, but are, what are some things that you feel like maybe you just haven't given up on yet besides mentoring girls? Like, is there anything yeah. else that maybe you would like to do that you would like to see yes. happen? Okay. <laughs> Share that with me. I'd love to hear um, So but I'm kind of reeling you, the Holy Spirit's yeah, yeah. reeling us in here together to finish strong. I love it. You know, I, I'm, I am in Hollywood and I, the projects that I'm choosing right now are really me trying to bring family projects back. And, you know, I watch Netflix and I'm just, it's basically pornography. I hate to say it, but there's so much stuff on there. We finally just got rid of Netflix. We're not, we're not doing that. The only thing I watch on Netflix is the, what the health, um, you know, the game changers, you know, forks over knives. Yeah. But we, what my wife's a big Hallmark person. So, well, here's a I've show that I, a Hallmark person. So, uh, well, of course, especially during Christmas. But here's a show for uh, that I want to recommend to you guys. It's family friendly. It's a, my friends, it's a reality show called, um, 
country ever after with my, my stepmom just told me about this. Yes. So those are my friends. That's Priscilla and coffee. They're my good friends. So it's a great show. It's family friendly. They pray. It's beautiful. And you know, Mark Burnett and uh, Roma Downey are producers of that Roma Downey. Yep. Um, yep. So my, my wish, my prayer is to create projects to bring family friendly movies and television shows back to TV um, the show that I'm doing right now called Extreme Getaways is very similar to Extreme Home Makeover, um, except with vacations. We take families that maybe can't afford to go on a vacation and we plan these beautiful surprises for them. Um, and so that's my new show. But I just want to bring God back to Hollywood. And I'm partnering with Tim Story and my friend Dave Williams, who's Christian. And the movie I'm doing tomorrow with Rick Reyna, Christian movie. It's a four-part series. It's called Words and how your words affect people. And so that's that's what I'm called to do. And that's why I'm here in Hollywood. So that's my so you so so tell me about the Dave Williams that you know, because yes, uh, um I, I'm almost positive that it's the same one that I know, but it could maybe not be, but he's in uh, uh New York, Rochester, New York. Oh, that's okay. Where, okay. Yeah. I I'm sure there's a lot of David Williams or Dave Williams. Uh, well, he's from Rochester, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, is this him right here with with his wife and baby? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, that's How one of my I know David Williams really well. I know Stop him really well. Yeah, yeah, I do. I know him really well. He just finished 75 Hard. He just called to tell me about he it. He just finished that and he was in Cabo with his yeah, wife. Yeah. With Cole, with, Cole, with, with, Cole, with Cole Hatter, with Cole and Sonia Hatter. Cole Hatter. Yeah, I was in Cole Hatter's mastermind for two years with David. Stop it right now. And that it's so a small funny. world, isn't it? It's a small I world. met David through Tim because Tim and I have an entertainment company together. Tim and spoke at, Tim spoke at Thrive. And then, right. and then, yeah, yeah, that's how that all went down. Wow. Yeah. And then Dave came with me to the Dream Center event because I've been a part of the Dream Center for Tommy, Tommy Barnett, years. right? Tommy Barnett, uh, his wife is in my first film. Like, that's my family. I've been around. I used them to come to my church every year in Clearwater when I lived in Clearwater. No way. He was really close with my pastor, uh, Dr. John Lloyd, who passed away about a year and a half ago from cancer. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's a small world. It's a very small world. Oh, he's the best. David and his wife, Lauren, I love her. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. We were, he, he just, um, I challenged him a, a couple about a year ago to kind of take his health a little bit more. Cause he was really struggling, like with some Plus, health issues um, back yeah. and net. And I mean, just some lot of stuff, but no, that's awesome. Well, Sally, thank you. This was awesome. Like I'm thinking like, you know, we shared some things that, you know, maybe, you know, people needed to hear. Right. Yeah. And, and things that, um, so if you had one thing to take away, to give to people right now, um, that they could, they could, they could listen to this and then they could go and implement it in their life. That would make a lasting impact in their life. What would that be? Ooh, good question. Wow. Something you know that, that's on your heart that they could really, that's yeah. actionable that you've maybe, maybe has changed your life. Maybe something that you're doing right now, like, you know, that's actionable. Well, I'll, it can I'll, be anything. I'll tell you this. I have it on my, I have, a, I have tattoos. I know. Um, 531, 2016. I like to say I met myself for the first time. That was the beginning of me really getting to know who am I and not who was I or what my family created me to be or, you know, who am I? Who did God create me to be originally? And when I started on that journey and found out who I was, that's when life really started for me. So I would say to anybody out there, like if you're confused about your purpose, any of that, do the work to find out who you are, whether that's therapy, whether that's spiritual care at a local church, prayer, you know, uh, talking to a coach, like you got to put the work in, listen, God speaks, but he also gives us resources, right. To figure out who we are. He, he gives us the resources, whatever that is, 
Um, and once you find that out, it's, it's, it's an incredible journey. It really is like, yeah, absolutely. And, and be around the right people, you know, get around the right people. Cause the people you hang out with, that's who you become. Right. So figure out who you're around. And if you need to get rid of a couple of people just to like, you know, get you on your journey, do that. Don't be, and it's okay. And it's okay it's to okay. do that. It's okay absolutely. to a person can be your best friend one day. And, and then you do these self-examinations. Well, Thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much for how do people connect with you? How can people reach you and connect with you? And um, get to know you better? Best way is Instagram. It's just Sally. Cologne. Oh, my lights just went off. <laughs> it's time to go. Um, Sally Cologne, C-O-L-O-N and the number one on Instagram. You could DM me there. I read all my DMs. Awesome. Yeah, or Clubhouse. You know, I'm on Clubhouse, Sally. Definitely Cologne. on Clubhouse. Well, um, I say this as we end every podcast, you know, one of my, my missions and visions and purpose is to teach people to love God to love people and to live with passion, vision, and purpose. Yes. And, 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 and the, and, you know, the Bible says the reason we lack wisdom is because we don't ask for it. Right. And uh, so I would encourage you all to do that, to ask God for wisdom and walk in it. The difference between wisdom and knowledge is action, take action. So thanks for listening to another session of the Heathlands podcast. Thank you for my, my, my guest, Sally has been amazing. And uh, I hope that you guys will send this out when it goes live so that people can get to know, get, can get to know Sally better outside of just this interview. So God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Heathlands podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.